Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in the studio. Now, don't you forget, you can listen to good things over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app and your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Don't forget, too, you can watch good things. We're on your computer or your mobile device over at supertalktv.com. And I love the good memes around all the weather here in Mississippi. Thank goodness we're not having to deal with any of the hurricane issues. We dodged this one, but I appreciate the one that said weather went from 90 to 55 like it saw a state trooper or something. (laughs) It did. It kind of dove pretty quickly. And again, I'm just holding out and holding in for the fact that fall is here to stay. Although some of you roll your eyes and don't think of it that way, but that's okay. You have to admit, Rhino, when you get up and it's a little bit cooler in the mornings, two thumbs up. Oh yeah, actually this morning i Got up, fed porch cat, walked out of my front porch, immediately turned back around and went in and put on PJ pants instead of shorts. It's like, it's a little cooler than I was expecting. It's one of those national days, it's National Coffee Day, that I feel like timed it right. Because it's, even though you may enjoy coffee every day of the year, like I do, I wake up with Jesus and Java. It's like the two things that happen first thing in the morning for me. It is that one, it's the time of year, right to that transition of fall with the cooler weather where you appreciate your cup of joe or your java or whatever you want to call it, your latte, the hot one, the bubbling kind, a little bit more sitting out on your front porch wrapped in your robe or a blanket by a fire with something cool. You know, the fact that it's warm and it's warming you up tends to be enjoyed a little bit more than, you know, just on a hot, sweaty, sticky summer morning. Yeah, I usually look at somebody sideways if they come in from, I don't know, mowing the grass or cutting wood or any any number of physical labor activities out of doors, especially in the summertime, and they come in and they go, I want some coffee. I'm going to look at you a little funny. They're going to look at you a little weird unless they just need a little pick-me-up. But now, man, it's just that time of year. So I feel like that particular national day kind of hit it right. It's nail on the head on timing it in terms of the year. Like, yes, we're all celebrating that, slowing down and enjoying that good cup of coffee in the morning or even um, in the afternoon. I want to enjoy some just strange headlines. Every now and then, I just collect these things and for no rhyme or reason other than I think, huh, Well, you don't see that every day. And I bet if we polled some of you here on Good Things, we could find some of you that have four, five, maybe six siblings, right? I'd love to know who out there, 601-879-4395, thinks you have the most siblings, biological siblings. So your mom and dad, the most. I know you're three. 
I'm a low end on the totem pole. Well, I've got two siblings. I'm well, you one have two. Of three. You're one of three. So there's three of you. There was only one of me between my mom and dad, right? I do know my mother-in-law. She was the youngest, I think, of 12. So there was – it's a generational kind of thing oh, yeah. of, like, the number of kids. So – but you never think about them all living necessarily long enough to break a world record with a combined age of over 1,058 years. Most of the time, if you've got 10, 11, 12 siblings – they start to there you know there's a pro, there's a life there's a life process that oh, kind yeah. of that kind of goes to that so this is 12 siblings in Spain break a world record which i think we all should be aspiring to break these world records how long can you live combined age of 1058 years and and 249 days to add add to that. So the Hernandez Perez siblings, they grew up and still live in the ta- in the same town on a little island, and their ages range from 76 to 97. Now, that's not a big gap for 12 siblings. That would mean mom had a kid, what, every two years, one to two years, something like that. They never thought that they would actually break a world record, but they have seven brothers and five sisters. But now it's a joke during family reunions in June that after seeing a newspaper article titled 12 Siblings Count More Than a Thousand Years, they said, well, hold my beer. Let's count up. Ari. We can all make it to next year. We will be able to to outdo it. But to think about the number of people, like the limited number of families that could see that article and say, well, we could do that. Oh, yeah, we could we could beat that. We could totally beat that. It's like that that in itself, to me, is mind-boggling that they even saw the article and uh, and thought, let's go up for that. We've got them beat. That is a weird intersection of, of two societal trends. You've got the the generational trend of less and less children in a family, mm-hmm. and you have the the societal trend of the practice of medicine getting better and better, and people living longer and longer. Right. So the oldest, Jose, he will turn ninety eight December. The youngest, Luis, she will turn seventy six in in April. So there you go. Can your family beat that? Your combined ages of 1,058 years and 200 and some odd days. Here's the other headline that I just saw that said, huh, I don't know what scares me more, having 12 children or walking across the slack line over an active volcano for a world record. Why? Like, why even... Why even do that? Now, we've talked about slack lines here before on Good Things. Would you rather it be a slack line or a tightrope? They're similar but different. So a tightrope, I think you can visually see it's a <laughs> tightrope, pun intended. But it's like that thick kind of harder rope that... Yeah, it's usually a cable of it's, some sort now. cable, yeah. And I guess they carry the little wonky thing with them, don't they? Uh, some of them do. They have the big, long balance bar. And I want to say there was a movie made not that long ago in the grand scheme of things with uh, not Philip Seymour Hoffman. What's the other one that uses all three of his names? He was in Batman. He was the kid in Angels in the Outfield. Oh, I can see him yeah. for you. But he he was the the tightrope walker that walked between the uh, the World Trade Towers, I believe. Usually, they don't have 
they're not tied to anything. Or sometimes I think sometimes they, may, they, they are. They're maybe in the back. So slack line, think of that thing that you use to tie down things on a trailer. Like it's the best way I can sort of describe it. And then you use the little. Yeah, you basically attach a ratchet strap between two points, but you didn't ratchet it tight. It's still got slack in it. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Levitt. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. See, even even Rhino has glimpses in his uh, geniusness in there in his in his category web category. Um, so yeah, and they just tie it between two things, and it's a little bit thicker, but it's got more gift to it. And they just so it's got a slack, hence the name, right? They get real creative, and then they walk across it. It's mind boggling. Okay, if you've never tried that, I would say. I mean, it'd be the same as like putting out something and trying just to walk across the balance it takes. I think yeah, it's like the difference to. in a bicycle and a unicycle. They're both yes. they're both pedaled machines that you're sitting on using wheels, but the idea behind them are totally different. And to do that for 856 feet, suspended 137 feet over a crater of Mount whatever, with things blowing at you. Like, who says that's what I need to do in life? It's it's crazy that you could have that kind of focus, that kind of body control. I've watched the video like five times. When you get that addicted to adrenaline, you got to go big or go home. But he was tied to the, the line because they actually show you he falls somewhere on it, right? And then if you've ever like if you've ever been on something and fell, it I feel like that's even more courageous to like get back up on it to keep not be going gun shy, and not yeah. be gun shy of it i mean you don't really have an option now the way i know it if you if you fall a slack line and then you wave the white flag meaning i give up you have to turn over upside down like a sloth and then shimmy your way all the way to whatever end so you technically failed i mean you you got across you didn't walk across you it. didn't walk across it so you didn't accomplish the task at hand you chickened your way out of it but but to get yourself there are many people that would go that far on a slack line that high up like a sloth let alone trying to walk it <laughs> yeah you're just not gonna get me i don't want to fly over a volcano like it's cross your ankles and hand over hand and hope for the best <laughs> like mother nature is having a hissy fit right there from the core of the earth and you want to just go walk straight through it on a tiny line. You even have like the special mask to make sure the gases don't kill you. And you just want, it's, you know, it's like, like I said, you get that addicted to adrenaline. You got to go big or go home. <laughs> well, I'm not just slack walking a hundred something feet in the air. No, 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 no. It's over a crater. It's over a crater that's spewing really mean things at me. And yeah, and then I get to go home with my little participation trophy to put on the wall in a nice little frame to say, look what I did. While I plan the next crazy thing. <laughs> Probably just as crazy as when that mom came back and was like, Honey, number 12 is on the way. <laughs> Stick with us. We've got more good things for you coming up next. Make it Baby, if you want me, then all of this will go away. 7.3. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. And where down we go. Oh, 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 oh. Where down we go. Oh, 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 oh. 
can watch good things. We're on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. You'll see I'm not alone. I've got with me Andreas and Alicia Moore. They are with Draco Music Productions out of Gulfport, Mississippi, and they are helping independent musicians learn how to navigate through the music and arts entertainment industry. And I love this. So welcome. Hey, how are you? It's so good to have you. Thank you for uh, being patient, too, with the technical difficulties and all. But I love your guys' story. Okay, I love that you you are focused and intentional with helping independent artists. We're learning a lot here on Good Things about the struggles that they can go through. So share with us how you or why you created your production company. Well, we came up with the idea in 2015. And I myself, uh, I am an independent artist. And I noticed that other artists, you know, was having struggles and trying to figure out, you know, how to navigate. So we just came up with the idea, you know, to start that and to actually want to help other artists along the way. So, I mean, pretty much the company comes with a lot of features, you know, that uh, pretty much, you know, that the artists, you know, need. just depending on the artist and what that artist need, you know, because most artists are already established, but, you know, some are not. But um, that's pretty much, you know, what it you know what what it brings people forget that independent artists are like individual little small businesses we've had here chapel hart to todd tillman to other independent artists throughout mississippi who remind us that without our support without us sort of buying into what they're doing they can't necessarily get to that you know next level i love on your website you talk about artist development what does that what does that look like in terms of helping an artist develop who they are well, um, there's five stages of a, an artist, an indie artist. Um, they're the unknown artists first, and then they're the emerging artists where they're just breaking out, writing that first song, going to do, you know, recording sessions, and then they become the local artists around town where everybody knows them. And then you have the uh, mainstream where they hit that mainstream and you kind of pretty much see them everywhere. And that last stage is an epic artist. That's like your Michael Jackson status. So what our program does is take each artist, you know, to try to get them to at least mainstream. Um, we work with a lot of unknown artists that are very talented and they don't have a lot of the support, you know, that they need. So when they come into our program, we do a one-on-one consultation with each artist because there's different every artist. Um, we may have some artists that have songs wrote but never recorded, you know, depending on what level they're on, what type of artist they are. And then we work with them to help them develop their skills, um, learn a couple of things about the basics of the music industry, like how to get their song on Apple and Spotify. Because I mean, it's a transition right now from CDs to streaming. So a lot of artists are kind of in that middle, like, what do I do from here? You know, I don't know how I should get my music out to the world. So we kind of help them in that process. Do y'all look for talent or does talent find you guys? Or both? Both. 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 We look for talent actively. Um, We did get a chance to watch Chapel Hard. Um, Amazing, amazing story. Shout out to Chapel Hard. Yes. Um, We do look for talent all over Mississippi. Of course, with Mississippi being the birthplace of America's music, there's so much talent here, you know. 
And a lot of people overlook us sometimes until you get a chapel heart every now and then. So we look for artists and artists find us. You can just ask Siri to look us up. What is, I watched the little video y'all had on your website about artist development and how the business has changed, I guess, over the last uh, decade. You brought up uh, Michael Jackson. I think the, the dude that was on your website was talking about Prince probably wouldn't get signed now. So why is it so hard for indie artists to maybe get their foot into the door where maybe 15, 20, 30 years ago, it was a little bit easier for good talent to find their way to mainstream? Well, uh, that's an easy question. Bad music industry executives are the, the A&R. Really, really, really. The A&Rs that used to work for the major labels, they, they scouted these artists, and they were good A&Rs, good music executives. And they would actually find talent. You know, that video that you watched, that guy is one of the guys who's responsible for finding prints, you know, People don't look for talent these days. They have social media. And just because everybody's on social media doesn't necessarily mean everybody's talented, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just made it very hard, you know. It got, it has perks, and, you know, and it has the cons as well, social media. But when it comes to finding real talent, you do have to meet with people, you know, one-on-one to get a, you know, understanding of what that artist is, how that artist developed himself to want to even do music. Yeah. And now, and also in today's time now, the difference now, the labels wanting, you know, people to already have the That's right. million followers, you know, so on beyond, you know, so that's the difference from oh, yeah. back then and now. You you got to basically already have, you know, yourself established. And that's kind so, of cross. That's what makes it- yeah, all media, you think, like even cooking shows, I know that's a completely different, you know, direction, but they want you to have like millions of followers on YouTube already, basically, you know, already, yeah. you know, you're just a package deal and they just sort of bank off of your hard work and give you a bigger platform yeah. versus developing you. So I can see where that can yeah. be very tough. Yeah. Andreas, oh, you yeah. mentioned oh, you're yeah. an indie artist. And so I'm curious, can you yeah. still reach kind of like that local level of indie without having to have the million followers? Are there still ways for people to sort of create buzz for themselves in our local communities without having to always, you know, have their face online? Yes, ma'am. Most definitely. Um, the hard work is the work where people where people don't get to see. Okay, and you know, being an independent artist is you know you have a lot of things to do. Like not just social media promotion. You have to you know go out. Yeah, you have to go out and talk about who you are. You have to go out and meet people. You have to be active in the community. You know, you have to just be a people's person. Um, that will help an independent artist. That's what kind of artist I am. Uh, I go out, put posters up, I pass out CDs. Um, I even, you know, sometimes you just get active with the community. I go and, you know. No concerts. Yeah, I, I like to, you know, pass out plates and stuff to people that need food. You know, just a, a way to also show who you are as a person, you know, to get people to really just understand you know, who you are and as an independent artist. And that's one of the most ways that you, you know, you could, you know, for any artist, you know, could do. 
Because I think sometimes did I that yeah, you did, and I think we forget too that the getting out there and doing the open mics or doing the local, you know, uh, gigs or you know, paying your dues in the old ways, you know, so to speak, yeah. uh, still, still, I hope still has merit, right, Alicia? That's right. That's right. You know, uh, you said it. You said the old ways, but listen, not obsolete though. No. So, um, pretty. Much we're doing. We're trying to help the artists kind of keep that sense of the writers, you know, because you had writers and stuff like that. And, you know, stay focused with the community as well. Because, I mean, anybody that has a million followers, it's just a million followers. You know what I'm saying? They don't know all of those people. But if you are active with your community, everybody knows you. They, you know, they support you 100%. And that's just kind of giving back to the community. And then the community giving back to you. And another important thing artists need to remember, you know, without your supporters, you know, you... It's, you gotta have supporters. You know, right. you have to have supporters even to buy your music, to listen to your music, to even you know give you compliments and stuff. You know, so on to let you know to give you feedback. So it's very important to really tune in with people. You know, as an independent artist and trying to work your way up through the levels that you have to go through. How many artists do you have right now with Draco Music Productions? Um. Uh, well. How it goes, the artists I'm working with, uh, I could, I have maybe about 15, 15 artists. It's like 27. Well, yeah, that's why, it, don't hold me to that, I, I, I might <laughs> have more. Um, but the thing with it, uh, Draco Music Productions, that's, that's, that company is basically, I wouldn't say under Draco Music Productions, because right now we have a, a label we're working on, it's called Truth Music Entertainment, okay? So right now we're in a transitional phase with that. So, um, well, hold on, Andreas. We're in transition through a break. We'll get to you talking about your label coming up next. So hang tight. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Be 
you can watch good things on your computer or your mobile device, just head on over to supertalktv.com. We're continuing our conversation with Andreas and Alicia Moore. They're with Draco Music Productions out of Gulfport, Mississippi. And we all know that Mississippi is rich in indie artist talent. And I think it's a cool conversation to let artists know that there are businesses inside our state that can help them with artist development. I even saw, like, if you want to do a music video or production. I always wondered, where do people go to just record their songs professionally? I didn't know that we have a slew of options of that to here in the state and it sounds like y'all are venturing in that direction as well so you got your hands full don't you i know yeah. it is it is if you love to do it you know it's you know it's gonna you know just be like something you just love to do you look forward to you know doing it every day you wake up it's something new every time it reminds me of publishing companies that pop up left and right that help um writers get their works out into the world that may not otherwise know how but they're not the big mamma jamma names that you think of but they can be just as successful right right? and so who are you focusing on with your new label tell us about that um Artists that just, you know, make good music. It's a difference, yeah. you know, as you know, in today's what, you know, what what we hear today. Um, I'm just looking for artists who can tap into their self and find out who they are as artists. Because for one, you got to know who you are as an artist. Right. Even to begin with, to just produce good music. Um, I'm just, you know, it's all about talent, you know. Um, Raw talent. Yeah. And... We basically create a new genre of music, true music, okay? That's in the formation. Uh, that's the name of the label, by the way. Um, but, yeah, we, you know, it's just real talented artists, you know, who where, really love to do it and want to take it. Where in Gulfport are you guys recording? Uh, right now, we're working with Vinny. Uh, Vinny Beats. Um, he's located downtown Gulfport. Very professional. Um, you can look him up. Yeah, you can Google him. Uh, everyone speaks highly of him. He's just very professional. He's a, a industry producer, by the way. Uh, he mentioned to me he's from Florida. He's been in Gulfport uh, for some time. Couple years. Yeah. So, um, so for that, y'all check out Vinny B. Yeah, for those that may feel like they would like to be an indie artist or they feel like they have, you know, gifts or talents in that area, kind of like writers do, it's scary to venture off into an industry of the unknown. And I feel like some have, you know, poor, um, I guess, ideas of what the music industry or the entertainment industry is. Is Can you still navigate it and maybe keep your soul? Should I say it that way? (laughs) Or, you know, and and have level of success without, you know, feeling like, you have to run with the crazies. You, you yeah, can. most definitely. You just have to have the right team and patience and patience um, of all. Because a lot of times when people per se give away their souls, um, literally, they just give away their masters, their rights to to their ownership of their music. You who know, they are who they are, and it, and it helps them first but in the long run it hurts them you know if you give away something like that what do you leave for your family you know that's what it means really literally um and we're just trying to help these artists understand hey if you want to stay independent you can it is harder 
it's very hard, but the rewards at yeah, the end rewards, are very rewarding. Yeah, very, you know? very. But we do have some artists who want to lean towards the label, and we can also help them with that as well. Yeah, and uh, if you're just the artist to the type of artist who just want everybody to do it for you, and you just want to just go record, that's all you want to do, just record and go do shows, then you being, you know, you letting, you know, other people control your life. You know, that go along with that. But if you're the type of person who wants to work. Self-motivated. Self-motivated. Do it yourself. I want to learn this. I want to figure this out. I want to make this a business. You know, a lot of artists don't like the business side of things. That's they why don't. That's why they just, that is you so know. True. Everybody loves music, but they don't, they like don't the want paperwork. to do the Yeah, they don't want to do the paperwork. You know, they don't want to learn. I could, I could get behind that, you know. I, <laughs> I don't like paperwork yeah. either. <laughs> I know. Well, but, you know. The, behind the scenes is hard, yeah. you know. But what I think is good. I want to just. Yeah, about though that introducing the fact that Draco Music Production there on the Gulf Coast as well as other companies across the state are there for people who feel a little lost in the gap or who may have the gifts and talents and don't know where to start or how to get it to the next level. So if someone is looking for you, where can we go or to listen to the music that you are helping to produce? Where can we find you guys online? www.dracomusicproductions.com That's D-R-E-K-O-M-U-S-I-C Productions with an S.com www. Yep, and Andreas, where can we hear your music as an artist? Uh, um, uh, you can ask Siri. Uh, also, you can find me on Apple, Pandora, Spotify, uh, Deezer, any everywhere, everywhere. I, I say Siri because someone called us uh, last week, I believe, and this guy, he's like, I asked Siri to look you guys up, and she <laughs> and she gave me. I was like, wow. <laughs> but uh, I'm everywhere. SoundCloud, um, all everywhere, you know. So y'all, you know, just you know, I said yeah, Apple. Okay. So yeah, you can just find me anywhere. When did you get your love of singing or music, Andreas? When did you get that bug? Uh, church. <laughs> I, I started off uh, when I was younger. I started in the uh, church and the choir, and then uh, I started taking it professionally, seriously, in, in 2012. Um, and I, you know, I've been, you know, going and going and going, ups and downs. You know, since you know, since then. Um, so I just, you know, that's when I just really just started it, you know. What keeps you in the business since it's a gnarly business? I mean, for one, I just love to, you know, make music. You know, I do it for free. That's how much I like, you know, love to do it. Um, and, you know, just learning more about it, you know. It, every You know, every time I learn more about it, 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 it basically interests me more. It just, you know, makes me want to keep going and going and going. The opportunities as well, um, and what it can bring, how it can impact the community and people around. That's right. Everybody loves music. Everybody loves music. It's one thing that brings us all together. I love that y'all are doing this together. There's there's probably an interesting story in that as well. Alicia, did you get drug into doing the music production (laughs) thing as, as, you know, a couple, or are you an artist yourself? 
Um, well, I started in church as well. Um, and I kind of lean towards the business side of it because I have family members um, where I'm from in Hattiesburg that were doing music. And I kind of saw the direction that they were in and they needed, you know, some guidance. But I moved to Gulfport in 2012 and me and my husband met in 2015. And it's just amazing that he's a musician and I, you know, I don't mind working with musicians. That's something I love to do. I like to, to bring that out of people. You know what I'm saying? To help them on the back end in that process. Cause that's a hard job, you know, for anybody. But, um, I'm a writer. I do have a book online. Uh, it's on Amazon, Walmart, everywhere you can Google it. It's called Salty Tears. Um, so that's where I kind of lean towards that area. I love that. Great title, by the way. Great title. Well, I. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's the book about? Um, Salty Tears is to raise awareness on human trafficking. Um, It's a story about a little girl who gets uh, tricked into trafficking by a family friend. Um, It's a three part book. Um, The first book is out. I'm going to wait to put the second one out. Um, We hope to get a deal with Netflix and make it a series. So well, you are that's a, in the a little power couple there in Gulfport, but it sounds like to me that you also know what's most important, and that's connecting back into your community and using your gifts and talents to spread good messages and awareness, which I think is is highly important. So, you know, kudos to that as well. So I appreciate getting to know you guys. I know this may be the first of many. I look forward to meeting some of your artists, and uh, thank you for your time. Thank yes, you so thank much you so for having much. us. Thank you. All right. Yes, ma'am. Thank That's you. It's pretty cool. Draco Music Productions, they're doing great things in Gulfport. Don't forget, you can, you know, go for your dream. If you're still an indie artist, there are ways and avenues to do that. And then as us, who likes to be the consumer of music, don't forget, I mean, when you see artists out at your local cafes or restaurants or bars or whatever it may be, you going and buying the ticket and supporting them or, you know, downloading their music online, you are supporting a small business. It is interesting. I know, Rhino, this is your area, more music industry than than mine, and how much it has changed over, you know, the last 30 or sort of 40 years. Oh, yeah. And to think that you might not have the Michael Jacksons or the princes of the world because the way they came through the industry doesn't really exist anymore. There's not scouts out there looking for talent like it used to, like real not talent. Not nearly as many, no. No, which is kind of sad. You wonder... Who's being left behind in terms of talent because they just don't have the magic formula of all the fans and all the things. All righty. Well, we got more good headlines for you to share coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. You've got your grand 
can stream good things. We're live over at supertalk.fm. You can also stream us from your Supertalk Mississippi app and, of course, your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station where you can get the Sanderson Farms Championship coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi. They're going to be at the Country Club of Jackson today from 3 to 6. And then coming up tomorrow, you got Gallo bright and early at 6 a.m., which I think is being guest hosted by Richard Cross on the greens there for the Sanderson Farms Championship. And then you'll have Gerard with middays there from 10 to 1 as well. A lot of exciting things happening in the world of golf. So swing into the Sanderson Farms Championship for a good time and a great way to give back. All the proceeds for the championship are donated to the Children of Mississippi. If you want more, you can go to SandersonFarmsChampionship.com. I've got a good headline that I saw, or a fun one, that's tied to sports, and I know they do that on Sports Talk, but it's where the JSU star quarterback, um, Deion Sanders' son, he's launched his barbecue sauce, and I thought it's in connection with name, image, and likeness and all that, and I don't know all the details to all of the all the things, but what I do think, I was like, wow, what a smart kid to sort of utilize the name, image, and likeness and be savvy enough, which I know his dad probably helped him in the business realm, to put your name on something versus you just promoting like the necessarily that product. So kudos to him, really cool idea. But then I thought, man, if you were going to use your name, image, and likeness, what product could you promote? And I thought that ties in perfectly for me today. I need my own coffee brand. <laughs> like that would be not so much barbecue sauce. I couldn't really run right that. But I was like, you know what? Wine, coffee, things I use every day. I could get behind my face belongs on a bottle of that. For you, Rhino, what would it be? I don't know. I'm I'm going through a list in my head of, of various things that are associated with toughness because when you think of a rhino, you think of tough skin. Oh, but no, so no, no. I go with yes, like the rhino, but you need you need a beard line. <laughs> you need like of beard the, products. The bomb, the the conditioner. Like a like the brush, the, uh, the beard comb, the beard comb, whatever it may be. Like that would be a very savvy way for you to use your like name, image, and likeness for sure. I think of it that way. It's a lot more fun than like a body armor or tailgate plating or something like that. Well, you think it's – there's so many options out there, and I know you can go down in so many different routes, and they do a really great job of arguing that out over at Sports Talk. But when you think about, like, celebrities, they tie themselves to – or athletes to different brands, but they don't brand it to their name. Unless it's their own brand of liquor. It seems like – Yes. If you're a musician, an actor, an actress, a professional ball player – That's the new trendy thing is to have You're going to have your own liquor. Your own, I mean, what Ryan Reynolds now, you've got the the Rock's got his own tequila. You've got... Um, I mean, was it Dan Aykroyd that was hawking the Crystal Skull vodka? You really think, though, and then in what P. Diddy has his own vodka as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all coming from the same tap. You're just putting it in a different label, right? Kind of, sort of. Ciroc? I can't, I can't remember it. Jeff from Oxford says, mine would be beer. I'd call it response, responsibly. Drink responsibly, <laughs> Jeff in Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> that was genius, Jeff. I'll give you that. Um, someone else said bourbon. We, but we lend to, you know, the things that you use every day that would be something, you know, that, that you would, uh, yeah, you'd have your sort of like your own online. Hey, kudos to him, though, for 
for I guess seizing the opportunity and setting himself up for success past just just football. But with I find like I'm like yes, use your own, use your name. Oprah will tell you that's where she, why she is where she is today because she bought back her name and not just her talent, which you know is is genius in and of itself. From Russell Planning Company on the Ceasefire text line. This is this is one of those funny things about because of when I grew up in the 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 timeline of American pop culture. Paul Newman has his own salad dressing. He does, and he gives back to charity. I knew his face from salad dressing packets at McDonald's before I ever saw a movie starring Paul Newman. He also has pizzas and other frozen goodies in your favorite freezer section. It's expanded past that, and it's really good stuff. But he gives back like a certain proceeds uh, to charity. But yes, Rhino needs his own flavor of Red Bull or an energy. You could totally do your own energy drink, I think, and it would be authentic to who you are. I think is the. It's like the point of of what I'm saying. Well, I mean, if we're getting into the realm of just whatever we could possibly do, I would want to be big enough and and popular enough to where I could just, hey, y'all have Red Bull. I'll have Red Rhino. (gasps) Would it give you a horn? I'd work on that phrasing. Stick with us. you got more coming up next. It's Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. I know, and I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I'm good. Bye. Talk Mississippi Media Production.